When it comes to matters of your heart, yeah, you should probably listen to it, which is why you're here. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart, a relationship, dating, and yes, sex podcast. And now your hosts, Pat and Carla. listen to your heart this is pat today this is pat and this is carla hey carla how are you doing today i am amazing how are you i am doing awesome so recently i have seen that you went to louisiana recently for a trip <laughs> how I was that yeah it was amazing i went to um so there's um like a swinger lifestyle convention that's every year it's not in new orleans it's um Bob and Tess, they, um, they're the ones that put this on every year. So they have Naughty in New Orleans, Naughty Vegas, Naughty Cruises, Naughty Mexico. So they have all these different things. And like before I had even gotten into like the swinger lifestyle, I had heard about Naughty New Orleans and um, I'd always wanted to go to it. And it was absolutely phenomenal. And not for the reasons that you would think like a normal swingers convention would be because it's like, oh, like sex ever. There was sex everywhere. But it was really just like a fun time. I um, I think we've talked about this before. I'm not big into like random hookups. So I didn't have sex with anybody who I didn't already know coming into the trip. But my husband had a great time. He was just kind of coming off this breakup with his previous poly partner. So he was just kind of having as much fun as humanly possible. And he hooked up quite a bit, had an amazing time. So at least he had a good time. No, I mean, it, we, we had a great time. We went with three other couples that we're friends with. So there was a big group of us that traveled together. It was nice having our friends. What I like most about these things is kind of the social aspect of it. So I find that, and I, I think I've told you this, I don't know if I've really said it on the podcast, but I consider myself more of like a social swinger. I love going to these events for the social aspect of it. And it's just fun being in like a sexy environment where sexy stuff is happening. Even if exactly I don't me. get involved, it's just like, Yes, it's just fun to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm about, really. And that's what I like. And hopefully um, next year around, I can do a trip like that. Well, what are, what's the policy with single males? Um, they let a certain amount of single males in. And they actually have a group of guys who kind of come for the convention. They're called the Goodfellas. And they're single guys who come and they're there in case couples want to have like an extra guy for a threesome or whatever, a great group of guys they're vetted. I think they come every year, but there are a select number of like single males and single females that are allowed, but it's mostly couples. Right. So pretty much if I'm single, I can definitely hop on that train and give it a try. I would give it a shot. Yeah. Yes. Cause I don't know if my next girlfriend will allow me to do that for obvious reasons. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, you, ultimately your next girlfriend should yeah. be someone who wants to go to this kind of place with you, right? Right, exactly. I think that so, would be the ideal be situation. So I'm how sure. is your love life? Oh, it is non-existent still. <laughs> okay, okay. That's oh, quite interesting. Oh no, I like it. 
like for this summer, I had a couple friends that I've seen platonically, and some of the time they they were busy, and it's just like you know what, I'm just gonna do stuff on my own, and I'm just more satisfied when I'm doing stuff better on my own. Like for example, like I went to Pickle Fest this weekend. What is that? Pittsburgh. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so Pittsburgh's like three hours away from Buffalo. And I've heard of this Pickle Fest when I had a girlfriend in Erie, which was like 90 minutes away from me. And I've always loved pickles growing up. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something fun this summer. I'm going to attend Pickle Fest. I did. And I had a blast. That sounds really freaking awesome. What was it like? Was it, I mean, obviously there were, I'm guessing there was a lot of good food. I love pickles. So this sounds totally up my alley. Right. So the thing about Pittsburgh, it's like a small city, but you can get around and walk pretty easily to stuff. And same thing for driving. So for Pickle Fest, there's like different types of like jarred pickles, um, different farm vendors. Mainly if they were specialized in pickles, they had it there. And there's one like food I wanted to eat, but I didn't get a chance to was a bacon wrapped pickle. Oh, well, that sounds (laughs) really good. I feel like I would like that kind of thing. (laughs) I heard about it as soon as I was was getting out the door and I was just like, God damn it. (laughs) But oh, well, life goes on. But overall, I had a fun time. I got some jerky with dill pickle in it. I got some dill pickle taffy. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's good. Was it? Is it really? Yeah. So growing up. I feel my like family you need loved to send going me some. to Maine. <laughs> I probably would. So growing up, I always liked saltwater taffy because, well, you know, I didn't like. Oh, sorry, that's me. Okay, sorry. And they did. They always liked the beach, and I didn't. So the one thing I liked about the trip was the saltwater taffy. Okay. So to this day, I always like saltwater taffy, but. Yeah, for having dill pickle in it, it was interesting. And then also I got a couple jars worth of um, pickle juice because- I love pickle juice. Yes. Right? High in electrolytes. It is amazing. (laughs) No, it's so good. So I got a couple jars of that and a couple jars of sliced pickles of what I like actually is dill. And it was good. And then I headed off. Then I nice. That sounds the rest of my awesome. trip. Oh, it is. And Pittsburgh is just a really good getaway city for me where it's just like, okay, I need a night away from Buffalo. So I just like took it. Nice. It's always good to like get out and go somewhere new, do some fun stuff. Yep. And my Airbnb host was pretty 420 friendly. He um was like, oh, you can just smoke outside. And I have like an ashtray and blunt wraps for you. It's like, all right, that's chill. Nice. Yep. I hope you so, left a good review of that. <laughs> oh, I did. Nice. So next time you definitely go out, definitely get a good Airbnb. Nice. <laughs> Friendly. 
yeah, boyfriend and I did a Airbnb, we did a cabin and it was usually we'll just like go get a hotel, but um, we mixed it up and like a few weeks ago went and got um, a cabin Airbnb and it was really nice. Uh, it was a nice change from just like the usual accommodations that we usually stay at. Right. Oh my God. So something super exciting that happened over this weekend. Um, oh yes. It was San Diego pride, which, um, like living here, I've never been to San Diego pride, very familiar with like LA and more like in line with where I am, but San Diego pride, this is my first. And it was also my 14 year old son's first pride weekend. It was the first one he ever attended. And it was a really, really amazing thing. And he had such a really great time. And um, it was, it was way more like kid friendly than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. It was so much fun. Um, it was such a cool experience and he's looking forward to, to the next pride, whenever that is. Um, so I think um, Palm Springs pride is our next closest one. Oh, so definitely try that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's always good to have gay pride events in states that are blue because you know it's more liberal mm-hmm. and i like it especially in a place like buffalo it's pretty liberal so it is good for you know buffalo to get out and get you know loud for when pride week comes around mm-hmm. so yeah. when is pride week in buffalo normally um it was in july okay oh, no no this is july <laughs> June. June, sorry. That's when most prides are. San Francisco Pride, LA Pride. I don't know why San Diego does theirs um, outside of Pride Month, but you know, whatever. There was a huge turnout. Uh, but I'm glad that you and your son had a fun time. We did. We had a blast. And um, it was cool because there were a few musical acts. And um, I'll have to send you, we, there was one musical act that my son really, 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 really liked. And his name is Milo. And he was doing like an indie kind of folk thing. And then he went into like some, some of the other music that he does. And it's more like pop, but he has one song called like kissing on your dad, which is phenomenal. It's the funniest song when it's talking about like having a crush on his friend's dad. And um, it was amazing. I'll send it to you. I feel like we should like add it in there somewhere into our podcast because it is phenomenal. Like <laughs> all this guy's music is amazing. And he and my son have both have the most amazing mullets they got their picture taken together and um i didn't realize like mullets are in now so it's kind of cool <laughs> oh yeah they have been pretty well known in the hockey world now so like i can't go to anywhere i cannot see a mullet haircut <laughs> did those it's ever just... go out of style with hockey i feel like those have always been like a very hockey hairstyle um for a certain amount of time i didn't really see any mullets but for a certain time i had a mullet because i was fundraising for a hockey events so i grew that out and then after that i was like you know what mullets just aren't for me i have a too thick of a head to do it so it's just <laughs> like no not for me it's too puffy <laughs> then That's my mother cool. kind of was like oh i told you so because <laughs> she never let me uh, get a haircut like that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I fought it for a long time and I really didn't want my son to get a mullet. And I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know about this. And then I realized I'm like, I just have to let him do it or else he's going to want it even more. So I let him do it. And it, it actually looks really good. He keeps the top kind of short and neat. So, um, and it's just kind of the back is like nice and flowy. So 
it's a i'm all for it (laughs) i'm happy for you for that yeah oh and also i left out a couple details for um pittsburgh i forgot to share so i got to see a family friend of mine there because she was free and well obviously i was free so i met up with her and her boyfriend and they had a good vibe with each other and i was happy for them and they were happy that i was like going about my way in pittsburgh so i just wanted to you know give a little shout out to them oh very cool and also they had a really cool downtown district where it had really good bars uh, Heinz Field was right there where the Steelers play. Now Heinz Field's going to change to a different name. And they had a really cute amphitheater that was like snugged right inside the downtown area. I'm glad I went, but you know, it's good just to go on those solo trips, you know? No. And I, I'm a big fan of traveling alone. I think it's a lot of fun. So it's, um, and it's really cool that you've gotten to a place in your life where like you are comfortable by yourself and it's like, you really don't need anybody else. And that's a really fucking amazing feeling. Yes. And, um, I wanted to get to that point also. And yeah, I'm at that point in my life where I'm not relying on anyone to do anything with me, either they want to, or they don't. My life goes on and I've been just, you know, living it. Yeah, no, that's freaking awesome. And uh, I think that's ultimately when most people attract relationships, especially as a therapist, I see this a lot. Once people get to a really good place where they're, they don't need someone else, where having another relationship just kind of adds to your life. It doesn't make it better. It just, yeah, I mean, it's, you don't need it, but it's something that you want. And that's always a good place to be in a relationship. Right. Okay, so um, all right, on to the episode today. We are gonna do a movie review of Fifty First Dates, part of my you know month of July where I'm doing rom coms. <laughs> Thank you, Carla, for joining for me for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I um, this is one of my favorite rom coms. Okay, I love rom coms. I think that there are so many amazing ones. Um, this is probably in like my top three so what are your do you have a top three of what are your top three rom-coms all right well it was the movie i just did fever pitch which was actually a pretty good hit Uh uh-huh one i was gonna do was it takes two Mm -hmm. because well it was just these two kids kind of just reunited these adults that were just good for each other and then, of course, I'm going to go with When Harry Met Sally. Love it. Love it. Those are really good. Um, really solid choices, too. Uh, Fever Pitch is good. It, it reminded me like of an updated kind of Bull Durham, uh, which oh, Bull Durham yes. will always yeah. be one of my favorite. I don't think that's a rom Is that a, that's more of a sport? I don't know if that's a rom Is that a rom-com? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> either I- way. I think that's a mix of both because that is a sports movie and there was romance in that movie. So yeah, I could say that. Oh, and also in the movie Young Blood, same thing. Sports mm-hmm. movie and that. Oh, we can lot. do an episode about sports and rom-coms. <gasps> oh, let me make a note of that because um 
Oh gosh, there's so many good ones. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Is, yes. I like that one. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh God. I feel like there are so many like sub genres of, of rom-coms and let's definitely do sports rom-coms next because I get really excited about sports movies. I'm a huge football fan. So I love any sports movie and then you put it with a rom-com and I'm just like, I'm in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I think my top three are love actually. Sweet Home Alabama and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I really, it would be funny if I could watch those top two, but for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I watched that and that was pretty good. It is very good. Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey are amazing in that. Um, I actually had a, I don't, I don't know, this was more of like a comedy than a romantic comedy, but I had a date recently with a new guy and um, we watched old school and I forgot just how funny that movie was um right. and like definitely not like a romantic comedy but there's a little bit of romance in there but uh such such a good movie um so it was really interesting I was kind of like oh right I guess we'll watch it and um but it ended up being a lot of fun and it was actually a cool dude so that was kind of <laughs> neat but um so today what are we talking yeah. about what All movie right. All right, today we're going to talk about 51st Dates. Yes, I love really it. Good. I love it too. A classic <laughs> Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore flick. All right, so Henry Roth is a man afraid of commitment until he meets this beautiful Lucy. They hit it off and Henry thinks that he's finally got the girl of his dreams until he's discovering she has short-term memory loss and forgets him the next day. So, yeah. it's so oh my gosh it's um and it's funny because the movie opens with him as like this player like he he tells some women he's a secret agent and other ones like he's kind of yeah. this legend is like a player among like the tourist ladies who come to the island um so it's really interesting that he so quickly falls in love with lucy um after meeting her at the diner it was super cute yeah like not uh and part of my friends here but he was being like a fuck boy during that whole he was stage. yes one of my favorite like openers is when he's with a lady and they're having a drinks and she's like oh i'm so drunk and he's like no you're not there's no alcohol in this and i'm not either it's just this is how i get tourists to have like all night vigorous sex with me without regretting it or with something like that and i was just like oh my god i love that <laughs> that was a really funny part just like he's like okay I'm, i don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> that whole exchange i was like oh that's a failed date for sure yes oh my gosh um so one of I, there's so many great lines from that movie it's a very yeah. i think romantic comedies get a bad rap for being very shallow but there's a lot going on in this movie that's very sweet and very right. smart. Um, I <laughs> just I love Rob Schneider's character as Ula in the yes. movie. Yes, and so I actually it wrote down. Stop busting my coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my it favorite just, lines in the movie are from him. That one's not one that I wrote down, but that is one of my favorites. And it's um, I think they're both in like the closing video where he says, "Aloha, sorry about your brain." And then aquariums make me super horny. 
<laughs> where he's like <laughs> pretending to be Lucy with like the the, the mop, the wig, and um that whole video. Yes, yes, that was funny. Yes, and of course, like that that end of the end of the movie makes me cry every single time. Um, I love Sean Astin as the brother, the bodybuilder brother. Um, yes. he's amazing. Sean Astin is incredible. And he does so well as like this really dumb meathead. Um, the dad who was also yes. the coach and um he, <laughs> he was the coach and the water boy. Grown-ups. Like, oh, was he oh I don't remember grown ups, but he was um the coach who talked really funny in the water boy. Yes. Yes. And um he was the coach yeah and grown ups because he was um coach buzzer. Yes, yes, I do remember yes. that. I forgot all about that. It's so funny how um, Adam Sandler has like a lot of the same people in um, in his movies. Um, I met, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? I got to look it up, but he um, he's in all of Adam Sandler's movies. He was in um, like Grandma's Boy is like the stoner uh, drug dealer with the monkey. Uh, right. <laughs> Pete's uh Peter Peter Dante Peter Dante so I was um at a work conference in Palm Springs probably like four years ago and his house had burned down in like the Malibu fire and he was living at the Hilton where I was staying um short term so I met like Peter Dante at a bar in Palm Springs and he was the funniest guy he's exactly like like he is in the movies just this really like silly like easygoing stoner guy he was amazing (laughs) And I was just so like, he really oh is God. a stoner. He really is. It's like, I feel like after meeting him and then seeing him in all the movies, I'm just like, wow, this isn't even acting for him. This dude is just like a stoner, like all the time. And he was the nicest guy ever. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. Really, really awesome dude. Um, I don't think he was in this one, but he was in a lot of Adam Sandler's other movies. But I do enjoy like just kind of watching Adam Sandler movies and seeing who these like recurring characters are that you see through the things. And uh, Coach Buzzer was one of, I think his name's Marlon in this movie, Um, Lucy's dad. Uh, Great dude though, absolutely amazing. And um, um, one thing that I find super interesting was um, like the first day he meets her at the diner and things are like super cute and they're like building the waffle house. And then the next day she's like, oh God, what does she say? Like something Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where you were raised where it's okay for you to put your hands on people's food or something. And I was just like, Oh, mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'm caught off guard. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Uh, that part, um, I liked how it got portrayed of them just, you know, going over the same thing over and over again, but he's like, okay, something's a little bit off. So then of course he goes to the friends he has like, Okay, they explain it to him. He gets it. But of course, he's like, okay, worst case scenario, she forgets. We try another day. But somehow I get her to fall in love with me all this time. That's a really interesting movie, how that folded. It is. And one of the like cutest things, um, and this is probably like one of my favorite things from any movie, is throughout the entire movie with every time that they have their first kiss, she says, nothing beats a first kiss. Like, every single time and it's so yes. it's such a funny um recurring theme is that nothing beats a first kiss but it's never their first kiss it's their first 15th 20th or whatever um and i thought that was just like really really sweet oh that was sweet um 
So I made a TikTok the other day at work because I work in a bakery and I have these things called poofers where, you know, they make the bread like bigger than it should be and while rising from like the dough. And so I took pictures of both poofers and TikTok kind of ruined it, but I was like, I'm not a real good poofer. So let me show me really good poofers. <laughs> and the other poofer is like, hey man, stop busting my coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. The, the whole exchange, I thought it was funny. And so how did TikTok ruin it? TikTok, I mean, that kind of happens. But... So like, I wanted to like time out these pictures, like on how they were, but they wanted to keep putting more pictures in. And it's just like, Okay, I had, I'm going to do something different next time. But I was like, I never <laughs> again. No, I definitely need to like step up my uh, TikTok editing skills. It's not, it's not an easy like in-app editor. So nope. I well, love that I, you incorporated that though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi. But um, what um characters did you, no, you didn't say that. What was the scene that actually stood out to you that, you know, you get, you can just say it word for word the whole time. Oh my gosh. It's, um, so the part where, um, she's in the rehab place and I actually had to write it down because, um, where she tells him, she's like, I don't know who you are, but I dream about you every night. And he tells her, he's like, that makes sense. Uh, he seems like the notebook that you had used to be filled with things about me and you thought that you were holding me back and you kind of removed me but um but the fact that like even with no memories or nothing to remind her of him she still dreamt of him that was very interesting and it was uh, like a very poignant sad part of the story but very sweet you know a part that scene that stood out for me was when well after trying to date her for like a month obviously hey if something's wrong they went to fix it and okay now she got the understanding of why it happened mm -hmm. so that was pretty good oh and it is pretty interesting they have like started in three movies together if i'm not mistaken that are rom-coms oh let me look that up that's interesting because i really do i did like them together um they they had good energy together, but I also loved him and um Jennifer Aniston and just go with it. Like I think he oh, yes. has really good on screen um dynamics with the with his co stars, and he just like he plays it really well. Um, the wedding singer. Yep. Um. Then blended blended oh i forgot about that that was their most recent one blended 50 first dates and the wedding singer you're right yep so it's like the wedding singer when adam sandler was just getting good for comedy then for this is when he was in his prime then for blended it's just like uh not as much as funny as prime sandler you know I don't even know if I saw blended. Was that, I don't, yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Did you see his, um, uncut right. gems? 
his new show i think it was a new movie it was like 2019 but um but i heard it was like very serious and it was kind of a departure from like any of the funny stuff that he's ever done it was just very sad stuff um no i haven't but so if it's sad stuff be like uh probably not for me yeah no i'm not and i I, oh gosh i just realized he's in like two movies with jennifer aniston together i really love them together in movies i mean i love her in general but which is funny because i was never um was never a friends fan i never got into that show um but i really love her like post friends so that was kind of cool um yeah i'm looking through his movies big daddy is i mean he has so many like great ones from like well, big daddy actually 90s. was around um yes i always forget about that one um let's see i mean he has i mean it's very obvious like um classic happy gilmore water boy little nicky those were all early or like late 90s early 2000s uh so for um this movie, one out of ten. How would you rate Fifty First Dates? Um, I would say, well, I'm gonna rate it high. I'm gonna say either an, like an eight out of ten or a nine out of ten because it is a solid movie that still holds up, and the comedy is just like on point. What would you say? What would you give it? I would say a nine. Also, I liked how okay she wasn't perfect. And Adam Taylor finally wanted to settle down. So he obviously took that chance and just kept rolling with it. Then, like, obviously, the end, she wakes up with, you know, being a mom. So they update her with that. So that's something I liked. So how realistic do you think that is, that that a guy meets a woman who, I mean, because that's a lot of work. So do you think that you would ever meet somebody who was worth that amount of work just every single day just having to kind of like start life over again or do you think that would be part of the adventure um let's see maybe it would probably be too much work for me because well with my adhd you know it's sometimes hard to take care of yourself and while i get by just fine i I mean like with my ADHD, yes, I find just taking care of myself, but it would be quite a lot of responsibility to do that. But I, I don't really think that could be realistic. Could it? Um, I mean, I feel like it's a lot of work and I love the concept of it. Um, but I don't know if I would want to put that much work into somebody either. Um yeah. No, I mean, I love the story, but I think that's kind of the beauty of romantic comedies is that it is kind of unrealistic. But as long as we go into it knowing that like, hey, you know, these aren't real relationships, it's not. Um, But I think there are people who um, ascribe to the belief that uh, romantic comedies have some validity to do it. And they think that that's how relationships should be. So as long as we see it just for straight entertainment factor, I think that it's just a great movie and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I definitely liked it too. Um, so I guess that's it for today's episode. Loved it. This was so much yeah. fun. I can't wait to um, 
talk about sports, sports rom-coms yeah. in a future episode. Right. A future episode of that too. Future. Um, I am so looking forward to it. All right. Take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.